Blog Talk Radio. Back at it again. Can't stop, won't stop. It's another edition of the College Group Showcase Watch List Show. I am your host today, Rick Saratella. I'm all excited because I just got off the phone with Craig Red and Jose Jefferson, the co-founders of the Cause Gridiron Showcase, the third year we're doing this bad boy. And let me just tell you, if you see, if you're watching on the Facebook Live, if you're watching on the Periscope and the Twitter, you're going to see it's hot and hectic in here. Can't stop, won't stop sweating bullets because we're just on fire here at the NFL Draft Bible. I got the whole NFL Draft Bible familiar on the hotline. We're going to welcome them into the show in a moment. But first of all, just let me tell you who I am. I am your host, Rick Saratella. I'm right here at the NFL Draft Bible Headquarters Show, presented by Defiance Fuel Water. Get some of that Defiance Fuel at DefianceFuel.com. Um, always a, 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 a welcoming sight to see Defiance Fuel Water on my desk here and uh, keeping me hydrated as we do the show. Of course, we have our sponsor announcement show coming up at Miami Mike's here in New Jersey. We're going to have a uh, sponsor announcement show. That's going to be November 21st, Monday Night Tailgate Show, live expanded edition from 7 to 8 o'clock. It's going to be an hour-long show, a lot of good guests. Uh, can't wait to announce that lineup. And then we will do an announcement show. And I'm telling you, the, the collection of talent that we are going to have at the Cod Gridiron Showcase game this year, I promise you, all you people out there watching and listening, I'm spending my whole life trying to bring you such a talented game. All you NFL scouts out there, I'm giving you a reason to come check out this game because you're going to see by far the most talented collection of players at the third annual College Gridiron Showcase. That's my word. And when I give you my word, you better believe it's going to come true. And there's some other games out there, the Tropic Bowl, the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. Listen, I'm not trying to compete with the Senior Bowl and East West Shrine game, but what I will tell you is that I will outscout all these other games, and bring you the best collection of talent. And that's just what it is, and that's just what we do. And that's what the purpose here is, and that's why we do this show, to make you aware of these players. I've been bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. If you already follow me, then you know I'm not true to this. I'm not new to this. Hey, lots of people have been coming through, doing what we've been doing for years, copying us. So I take it as a compliment because we're doing something right, and I just want to continue to keep doing what I do, and I want you to know as I sit here and speak passionately from my heart and soul what separates the Cosgridiron Showcase from the other games. You know, listen, I'm sure these people love it just as much, not as much, but I'm just telling you, there's nobody working harder. That's just the bottom line, and I just want you guys to know that shit. So hit the beep button, producer. Hey, you want to nominate a player? CGSAllStar.com. We're still taking nominees. We're expanding the list at the end of the month. And uh, if you're not a member of the NFLDraftBible.com, what are you doing? Uh, use my promo code DRAFT2016. Get your 30-day free trial. Uh, we will have more scouting reports up there than any NFL Draft website. And uh, they're going to come fast and furious. I have so many out there that I want to get out. Shout-out to Justin for putting out his mock draft. We have the college football midseason uh, all-underrated team. But right here today we're going to talk about offensive line prospects, and that's what the uh, watch list show is going to do for you today. Hey, shout-out to all my Twitter people, all my Periscope folks. 
We don't have the Facebook Live going right now, but I promise you we'll be back with that. <laughs> Getting out of the laboratory, baby. It's hard to put everything together. But, uh, you know, let's welcome in the stars of the show. First off, his name is Joe Everett. You can follow him on Twitter at Joe W. Everett. He never leaves a stone unturned, and he is the ultimate NFL draft guru. We welcome him into the show right now. How you doing, Joe? El Scorcho, Rick. Uh, shout out to those Periscope folks. My word is Bond, and we are going to bring an awesome game, man. Looking forward to a great show. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, of course, Chris Shanafelt, always telling it like it is, dialing in from Chicago. we got the Indianapolis connection with Joe. we got the Chicago connection with Chris. Welcoming him into the hotline here in the Jersey studios. How are we doing today, Chris? Uh, doing great, doing great. Looking forward to talking about the big uglies up front today. That's what it is, the big uglies up front, and uh, offensive linemen is the topic today. And We're going to talk about some risers, some small school prospects, some matchups we're going to keep an eye on uh, for this upcoming weekend. And uh, let's start off with the offensive tackles, guys. Um, we'll start off with some risers. Let's start off there. And uh, we'll start off with Chris today, since he never gets to be in this spot. We're switching roles today. So, Chris, you get to lead us off here. Give me a couple of offensive tackles on your radar that is uh, climbing up up the NFL Draft Bible big board. Well, this is the guy that we touched on uh, the last time we had an offensive line show uh, when, when we first released the watch list, and it's Julian Davenport from Bucknell. I mean, he's really been uh, rising up the draft boards as of late. I mean, you look at the guy, he, he looks all, all the part. I mean, 6'7", 315, uh, really just an incredible athlete, has really quick feet and really just a staple on the offensive line for Bucknell. Um, and, and obviously playing in, at Bucknell, the competition level, that's going to be uh, a knock when looking at Davenport. But, uh, I mean, there, there's a, I think there's a great chance that uh, Bucknell is going to have a, their first player drafted since 1969. And I could easily see uh, this guy, Julian Davenport, uh, you know, at least as of right now, may, maybe a day two prospect. I mean, uh, this is going to be a guy that you're, you're probably going to want to, you know, sit down for a year or two. You're going to want to mold him into the player you want to uh, make him make him be. But I could see at some point in his career, uh, you know, he, he could be, you know, an elite offensive tackle at the next level. Certainly has all the traits, certainly has the potential. And, uh, you know, you look at the guy and you can just see he has what it takes. Uh, we'll just see, you know, when he does, um, there's no doubt he'll be in one of these all-star games. Hopefully it is the College Gridiron Showcase, and when he showcases his talent, I mean, I think I think scouts will just be wowed, and they'll just be blown away uh, from what they see from the big offensive tackle from Bucknell, Julian Davenport. <laughs> I like it. And, you know, he's a skinny 315, um, a run mauler, a guy that has agility, two-time team captain at the offensive line position, and uh, – you know, I know, Chris, when we did the first offensive line show, you asked me what are some of the things we look for, the traits, the characteristics. But uh, in addition to the physical attributes, a theme you're going to see popping up, uh, on my end at least, is being a team captain. And that means a lot to me uh, as an offensive lineman. I, I think it, it, it says a lot when you're making that transition to the next level and you're adaptation, your transition, your ability to read uh, opposing defenses. There's a reason why so many of these collegiate 
captains on the offensive line have so much success at the next level. And Davenport is a two-time team captain. And, Joe, I'm going to go over to you for your risers. But before we do, I know you're going to love this one tidbit about Julian Davenport. He is the cousin of Michael Gilchrist. So I know how you love the bloodlines, my man. And I, I even like it that there's an NBA bloodline in there. It shows that range, that leaping ability, athleticism. you got to have it as a tackle when you're out on that island. So, no, that's a very good tip that file away. What's that now? Yes, sir. Who you got rising up the board, Joe? I'm going to go with um, a couple of risers. Uh, the, you know I love rowing the boat and I love my match, and I'm going Taylor Moten, uh, number 72. He's a four-year starter, and I like he's got experience playing guard last year, uh, playing tackle this year. He's on the right side, more of a mauler. Um, I don't know if he's a guard or a right tackle at the NFL. Whichever is his future, I think he's going to play. I mean, he's just got the maturity. Sliding back to guard last year and letting an underclassman play at uh, right tackle, and then Willie Beavers, I think, was their left tackle, but it was Beavers and Okafor, so he had to step inside but did great. Uh, I think uh, that versatility, that maturity, that availability, you know, those 32 to uh, the NFL teams love that over ability any day of the week. You know, this guy uh, has shown up and really just super durable. I like his style in the running game. And you look at those Broncos right now, it's just every single game. They've got a 100-yard rusher or a 200-yard rusher like last week. So, yeah, I think Moten, uh, he's rising up the board for a lot of people, just showing not only playing multiple positions, but just solid as a rock. And then I don't know if he's rising or sliding, just kind of status quo, Adam Biznavati at Pittsburgh. Sure, 31 consecutive starts, another durable guy, first team all ACC and all. I like his length. I like his ability to wield rushers off to the edge, but I still think he spends a little too much time on the ground. Um, he's another guy, I think, excelling more in the drive blocking and moving people against their will type of guy. But as far as where he's at in pass pro, I, I like his uh, teammate, the guard, uh, Dorian Johnson, I think is his name, uh, a lot better than Biznavati. But Biznavati is still a pro. Uh, I st- think, like I said, I don't know if he's on the rise as much, maybe just status quo. And I'm, I want to throw one slider out there, guys. Cole Croston at Iowa, demoted, moved to the other side, no longer left tackle. And just, you know, the, the, the slide of this Iowa program and where they're at uh, – Croston's taken uh, quite a few raps to uh, his rep here, so I think that's a guy's stock is uh, sliding down. Well, uh, I like how you mentioned the Pittsburgh guys, Joe. Those guys are uh, a pair of maulers, and we will be on location next week. It's a Thursday night, uh, Virginia Tech at Pittsburgh, so we'll get a chance to see those two Pittsburgh towns up close and personal, of course, the Lexus of Route 10 Roadshow on location across the nation. Uh, stay tuned later in the show. I'll tell you where I'll be this weekend and always have fun interacting with all my fans in the parking lot prior to the game. Uh, how about a riser from my end? I'll give you one. Forrest Lamp, Western Kentucky. How about this kid? Comes back from injury just last week, uh, but prior to that had made 39 consecutive starts. 36 at left tackle. His offensive coordinator, Brian Brom, calls him the leader of the offense. Uh, Brandon Dowdy, now on the Dolphins practice squad, who stepped up in that leadership role? Well, I'll tell you, it's Forrest. Run, Forrest. 
run. It's Forrest Lamp. The light bulb has gone on, and he is playing tremendous football, outstanding pass protection in that high-flying offense. And a guy, it should be noted, that was out, overlooked coming out of Venice, Florida, uh, all those powerhouses in the state of Florida missed the boat on this kid because I got news for you. He's a fast riser, and there's no limit to how high he can go. His name is Forrest Lamp, Western Kentucky, and that's going to be my riser for you today. Of course, Rick Saratella, joined by Chris Shanafelt, Joe Everett. The NFL Draft Bible Familia is in the building. Uh, Halloween is right around the corner. In fact, it's 11 days from now. And wouldn't you know it, it falls on a Monday. Oh, boy, that Monday night tailgate show on October 31st, Halloween edition. I have a special, special surprise for you all. Please tune in. It's going to be something to see. Of course, you can get your 30-day free trial at NFLDraftBible.com with my promo code DRAFT2016 today. We are powered by Defiance Fuel. Defiance Fuel will be on location in Bedford, Texas, fueling all the athletes, providing water to all the NFL scouts in attendance during their meetings with uh, one-on-ones and and player interviews. So uh, really excited about the network of sponsors that the College Gridiron Showcase has uh, been able to bring on board. We have some new ones coming. Parabolic Performance is the uh, official NFL Combine training facility sponsor and uh, excited about having them on board. And, of course, we'll be doing a uh, Throwback Thursday segment uh, in regards to Trevor Simeon today, as a matter of fact. I'm really excited about it. I've been in the uh, NFL Draft Bible Laboratory in the edit room piecing this bad boy together for the last couple weeks. And uh, some of you might not know, the details of everything that went into getting this guy ready for the NFL and uh, really looking forward to bringing you that as well. Now, let's talk guards, fellas. Woo! There's a lot to get to. The Cod's Gridiron Showcase is on fire. You want to nominate a player? Get on board. CGSAllStar.com, baby. Guards, fellas. Uh, we talked about some tackles rising. How about some guards uh, skyrocketing up? Up the big board. We'll start off with you this time, Joseph. Well, the guy pretty low on our watch list, but I'm keeping an eye on is Parker Collins out of App State. Just what they have to do at the school. I think he understands zone concepts really well. Scatterfield runs a lot of the stretches and you know counters and leads because they have to kind of get creative with the running game. They've lost those uh, two great receivers uh, last off season and. Collins gets into the second level really well. He's capable of hitting moving targets. Don't think he's got a bunch of base powers, kind of short arms, but uh, can't body a guy that, you know, West Coast zone running teams like, you know, Denver, Atlanta, I think Seattle's still going with it. I'm not sure what Miami's doing with Adam Gase, but, uh, you know, he's got to be on the map just because of the understanding of the scheme. And then, uh, I don't know, guard or center, uh, he could play both. Chase Royer, uh, Wyoming. He's uh, from Savage, Minnesota. The seniors, uh, he, yes. I think he just moved to center this year, and uh, he only played two games last season at it. And uh, pretty good shotgun snap for a guy that has little experience. Uh, really wide body, nice base, and 
great coach in there at Wyoming. Craig Bowl uh, has produced a lot of NFL talent at North Dakota State before he went to Wyoming. And, you know, what, Joe Haig's in the league. Billy Turner, you know, maybe got cut, but he is in the league. So uh, Chase Royer maybe the next product of uh, Craig Bowl. So uh, pr- pretty doped up on him. Yeah, I like that. Good call there, Joe. Rob Hunt, another one that Craig Bowles has coached, and he was very quick to put Chase Rolier in the same sentence as Rob Hunt and Billy Turner. And, uh, you know, here's a guy that just has tremendous footwork, understands leverage. And I thought the interesting tidbit was, you know, he did transition to center like Joe mentioned, However, this is where his heart lies. This is his passion. He said that he's been taking snaps at center in practice every season just because he loves it so much. So when the opportunity presented itself, he took full advantage. And, uh, you know, the Wyoming Cowboys, baby, watch out because Chase Roulier is rising up the draft board. And, uh, Chris, I know you got some risers for us too. Who's rising up on your end? Yeah, you know, I'm going to stick with the FCS, you guys. How about Jessamine Dunker of Tennessee State by way of Florida? And you can absolutely see that he, he, he played at a big-time program. I mean, he, he, he's uh, been dominating at Tennessee State since he's arrived. It's really uh, pretty hard to, to uh, you know, look at a uh, or uh, bring up a, a negative to his game. I mean, he's, uh, in my opinion, hands down, the best offensive guard in the FCS, one of the best in the nation. And this is a guy whose arrow – uh, just continues to point upwards. Uh, Tennessee State off to a great start to the season. I believe they're five and one. And you know what? This is actually Dunker. He, this is going to be my matchup to look out for this weekend as well. Tennessee State. They play Vanderbilt this week, and I know you don't really think Vanderbilt when talking SEC football, but this should be a nice test for the five and one uh, Tennessee State Tigers. I mean, not really too familiar with the defensive end that the Commodores have, but uh, Vanderbilt has a defensive tackle. Uh, by the name of Adam Butler that uh, I'll certainly be keeping an eye on to see how Tennessee State's offensive line tries to uh, make Butler a non-factor because it's going to be tough to do. But uh, Justin Dunker of Tennessee State also in this game. You got uh, another uh, tackle or another offensive lineman that is on the CGS watch list as well, and uh, Will Holden of uh, Vanderbilt. So a few players to look out for in this FCS-SEC matchup. But Justin Dunker, uh, not only – one of the best offensive guards in the FCS, but uh, one of the best guards in the uh, in the nation. Yeah, a four-year starter, also uh, starting experience at left tackle as well, and uh, had a bad incident at Florida, got caught stealing a motor scooter, transferred over to Tennessee State, and has a, had a great career since. So, uh, you know, games like the Cos Gridiron Showcase is perfect for people that uh, are looking for a second chance because we all deserve another opportunity, especially when you make dumb mistakes as a teenager, such as Jessamine Dunker. But, you know, that's life and that's part of the equation of evaluation. And uh, that ain't never going to change. So uh, Nico Saragusa is a guy, San Diego State, uh, six guys on the initial college gridiron showcase watch list. This guy is big. This guy is strong. He's athletic. How about this? 10 pounds, 23 and a half inches out of the womb, fellas. I mean, this guy was just <laughs> born big. And, uh, you know, listen, he's had a, a rough upbringing, uh, some illness in his family uh, with his sister and his father. This guy has not had an easy path, but he's all over the field. 
He he's an excellent pulling guard, also a team captain, and uh, you know you're gonna hear the knock on him. Scouts say, from what I've heard, he lacks a mean streak. He's a laid back Cali kid. Give me a break. That's not a problem. Uh, I like what this kid Nico Saragusa brings to the table, and uh, we're gonna transition into some small school risers. And I know my panel of experts. Chris and Joe thought I forgot about our small school tackles, but I'm circling back to them. That's what we do here on the Cause Gridiron Showcase. It's a freestyle show, and uh, the rundown is a uh, freestyle extravaganza. So let's start off like this. Since we're talking guards, we'll talk small school guards, and then we'll transition into small school tackles. And, uh, you know, Andy, Meeny, Miney, Mo, Chris, you always have your finger on the pulse when it comes to FCS and small school talent. Let's start it off with you at the guard position. Who are some players here on your radar? Yeah, you know what? I, I'm not even sure if he's on the CGS watch list, to be honest, but he, he'll probably be on there very soon, and that's Illinois State's uh, Kyle Avaloy. Uh, he actually does remind me a little bit of Dunker. Obviously, um, as I said, Dunker, far and away the best uh, guard in the FCS, but uh, – uh, Kyle Avaloy and really this entire Illinois State uh, offensive line that they're all seniors this year, and, and that's that's pretty rare to see. And they've, they've played you know three four years together. But uh, Kyle Avaloy hands down is the best offensive guard uh, on the Illinois State Redbirds offense. He's been a big, big been a big reason for that offense's success in years past. They've struggled a bit this year, but uh, with Troy Roberson and Marshawn Coppridge over the last uh, couple years, been a big big reason. For that team, to, uh, for, for that team's uh, running success, and you're even seeing it this year. They they have a couple of uh, young running backs, but uh, Kyle Avloy, he, you know, you, you talk about uh, 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 worrying about Saragusa and uh, whether or not he has a mean streak or whatever. You can see the mean streak in Kyle Avloy of uh, Illinois State, a big offensive guard that uh, he's a sleeper. He, he's the definition of a sleeper. But uh, I think in, in due time, this is going to be a guy that'll be uh, talked about. Love it. Joe, what do you got? Um, I'll go with Corey Levin, the Chattanooga guard. Uh, you know, just started ever since day one. Uh, he's really athletic for a 300-pounder. Surprising how well he gets out of his stance and fires out. Um, you know, production speaks for itself. I don't, I don't know that he's physical enough for the next level yet, but there's certainly a lot to work with. His length and strength, uh, what he's able to do. Now, granted, you know, your question's about the second level, but man, there's just been no downside to, to what I've seen on film from the guy. I don't know that he's a great pass blocker yet, but it's just situational. you got to get him in camp. you got to get him in these uh, all-star games, see what happens. But, yeah, Levin's another guy, I think, but whatever school, he, he he's going to find himself uh, at an all-star event, that's for sure. Yeah, as well as his teammate, uh, Keonta Davis, uh, the Chattanooga, with a couple of prospects there this year. And as far as guards go, I have a few guys to put on your radar. Uh, let's kick it off with Antonio Green out of Sykes Falls, uh, six foot two, 310 pounds. We've talked about his quarterback here on the show, Luke Pappy Lion. And uh, who's paving the way for that high-powered offense, that running attack? Well, it's Antonio Green constantly on the run, constantly moving down the line. 
constantly in the second level attacking linebackers. And uh, I got news for you. This guy is on the NFL radar. You might not know that, but you do now. Also, uh, centers are people, too. We haven't talked about any of them. Cameron Tom, I've had my eye on this kid for a couple seasons now out of Southern Mississippi, six foot four, 290 pounds, a four-year starter, Conference USA first team All-American, converted tackle from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which is a hotbed for talent, and he's also a all-academic uh, credence to his father, who is a math teacher at LSU, but 56 pancake blocks last year uh, at the center position. Cameron Tom of Southern Mississippi is definitely a guy worthy of NFL attention. And then what I'm going to do here now is transition from guards to tackles because Minnesota Doolis, how about this combination of small school talent? I mean, I would not want to play this offensive line. Let's start off with the interior, Nolan Folkert, okay? He's 290 pounds. He does it all, including, Joe, you ready? Lining up as running back. So this guy has got the nimble feet. He's lining up. He's taking reps at the running back position. He's Nolan Folkert. Nolan Folkert, I'll say it again, out of Minnesota Duelist, and his teammate, Peter Bateman, who initially is the guy who attracted all the NFL scouts to the campus. All 32 NFL teams have been to the Minnesota Duelist campus, uh, according to their head coach. And Peter Bateman, a.k.a. Goldilocks, the hair was just flowing at his junior pro day where he was tested by uh, the Vikings and the Bear Scouts, a little birdie told me. And, uh, you know, he worked out for the, those NFL teams. They timed him in the 4-8 range at 285 pounds. Obviously needs to bulk up, but he has the frame to do it. 45 consecutive starts. Team captain, very humble, quiet. Uh, Christian kid, and that's what he is, a, a solid overall football player. So Minnesota Duelist uh, is, is a source of offensive line pedigree talent this year. I'm very excited about it and uh, looking forward to watching some of that film. And, uh, you know, we'll kick it over to Joe and then Chris for their small school tackles, and then we'll put a big fat ribbon on this bad boy as we wind down another Cod's Gridiron Showcase watch list show. Uh, I, I would just throw out Javarius Lehman, the South Carolina State, uh, what was it, uh, Hargrove, Hargrave that they produced last year. This program uh, yep. is for real. The kid, he should probably be at Clemson, but his grades are just terrible is what I read into. But uh, the size, the length, to develop a bit raw, but – all the tools are there, um, really built nice, and just some natural instincts in pass protection. He's just got to develop that kick slide a little bit better. Um, I just look at him and see a ton of upside and just a, a guy that you could mold. You know, you, you get him in your camp and let your offensive line coach uh, do some wonders because, yeah, that layman, he just he certainly looks the part. See what he does against uh, better competition, but that's a guy, a small schooler that's uh, really developing big name for himself yeah you mentioned Hargrave uh, we had a chance to speak with him over at Steelers training camp he's now starting in between those two mammoth uh, 
Goliaths over there, Cameron Hayward and, and uh, the kid out of Notre Dame, just the two beasts. Um, all right, so, Chris, anybody else you want to throw out there? Yeah, just really quick, uh, Jerry Ogakwe of William & Mary. I mean, this is another guy that uh, certainly looks the part, Six eight three oh five. Um, incredibly long arms. I don't know if you could find anybody else with longer arms than this guy right here. Outstanding strength. Just the one knock against him is his footwork. You know, we talked about Julian Davenport and how he's a fantastic athlete and great footwork. Not 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 so much when talking about Jerry Ogakwe, but uh, and obviously you'd like to see him touch touch that up and. Uh, uh, obviously, that that I think a coaching staff will get their hands on him, and um, again, another guy that maybe in a couple years uh, could see himself in a starting lineup. But uh, Jerry Ugakwe of uh, William and Mary. All right, we're winding it down to the nitty gritty here, so I'm going to go over to Joe for any matchups he's watching this week, as long with the parting shot for the people. Joe, what do you got for us? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's obviously the prime timer SEC, uh, uh, the, where the Texas A&M Alabama, but uh, that tackle there, Avery Genesee, against the Alabama Monsters. I mean, they're going to throw big John Allen, uh, Timmy Williams, Tomlinson, and Deshaun Hand at him. This, you know, Genesee could boost his draft stock significantly with some good reps against Allen in particular. Uh, if he gets one-on-ones, uh, hey, if the Aggies even pull off the upset, you know, certain things, not unheard of, but uh, things could get crazy for this Genesee kid. And, you know, the pedigree of that school, they always produce uh, the, the Texas A&M guys throughout the draft year after year, it seems. And then uh, I'd say uh, WVU. The Mountaineers, uh, Orlovsky, been rocking it out for center there. Uh, TCU's got some dangerous edge rushers. Gary Patterson, a very good schemer. So I think that's a a real nice test for him. And then shout out to an Indianapolis kid. Like you said, Rick, centers are people too. Uh, John Toth, Kentucky, uh, team leader, bright guy. I just uh, love watching him play just I think he's majored either mechanical engineering, quantum physics, whatever. Uh, yeah, out of Brebuff High School in Indy. So uh, you got to be pretty pretty uh, big brain going to Brebuff. Adequate size, understands well enough defenders. Keep your eyes on John Toth out of Kentucky. I know you are a big fan. He's making me a believer as well. That's Joe Everett, never leaving the stone unturned. Chris, I know you're keeping an eye on Dunker this week. You mentioned over at Tennessee State. Anything else you're watching and a parting shot for the people? Well, really quick, I mean, somebody in your backyard, Rick, and that's Deion Dawkins in Temple. I'm, I'm really interested in seeing what uh, Deion Dawkins, uh, Philip P.J. Walker and company uh, does against uh, South Florida this week, and I'll, I'll certainly be keeping an eye out on that. And, and, yeah, like you said, I mean, FCS over FBS has kind of been uh, the motto this this year, uh, at least early on. I'll see uh, if Tennessee State could pull off the upset against Vanderbilt. Should be a good one. Um, but, but that's about it. Another great show in the books, though, you guys. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Deion Dawkins because, as a matter of fact, I will be in attendance tomorrow night to watch Deion again firsthand. It will be my third observation. And uh, this guy has a legitimate shot as, at a, as a senior bowl invite. And he was behind some key blocks last week in that big uh, comeback over UCF last week, that come from behind victory. Uh, we will see your boy Rodney Adams. Tomorrow night, Joe, as USF comes to Philadelphia, so I'm excited to see that game. And then uh, the following day, uh, I happen to be just a blessed individual because um, we do have 
uh, Maryland is going to be hosting Michigan State. I will be in the building for that. Uh, shout out to Maryland for having us. And sometimes you get lucky, but uh, I guess I'm excited most about Malik McDowell of Michigan State, the defensive tackle who's probably a top five pick. We'll be watching him go up against Damian Prince, uh, a starting sophomore guard for Maryland, uh, somebody who could be in the showcase uh, in a couple years. But also on the other side, Brian Allen uh, at Michigan State. Some people like him as a guard. Others like him as a center. But uh, probably a top 100 prospect. We will be in the building for both of those games, uh, Temple and USF, as well as Maryland, Michigan State. I was your host, Rick Saratella. Make sure you go to Cos Gridiron Showcase, cgsallstar.com, to nominate your players as Joe and Chris and myself gather these names probably for the final expansion of the watch list as uh, invites here begin to go out soon. But it's been a beautiful show. It's been powered by DefianceFuel.com. Defiance Fuel Water will be on location this Sunday at Miami Mike's when we do breakfast with Baker, Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker, little steak and eggs action for that New York Giants-London game at Miami Mike's. And then just stick around and hang out all day because it'll be the great one, LT at night. Uh, what's better than kicking back and a few pops with uh, Lawrence Taylor? So the, the soda pops will be flowing on Sunday and the uh, Lawrence Taylor autograph signing will be from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, on Sunday as well. So it'll be a jam-packed, exciting show this Sunday at Miami Mike's. Of course, the Lexus, the Route 10 Roadshow this weekend. And Monday night will be on location at a special event. It will be a New York Giants, New York Jets alumni event. Uh, details to come. But we will be on location for the Monday night tailgate show. And we might also have a surprise for you. Stay tuned on the Facebook Live and Twitter and Periscope feed because I might be on location somewhere on Tuesday as well. It's a can't stop, won't stop affair. For Joe Everett, never leaving a stone unturned. Chris Shanafel, always telling it like it is. Of course, I was your host, Rick Saratella, RIC and a place to be here in New Jersey from the NFL Draft Bible headquarters. We'll catch you next week every Thursday at noon is the Cobb's Gridiron Showcase. And then don't forget, Sunday morning is the Fantasy Football Insider Show here on blogtalkradio.com. I could tell you all day about what we got going on. Can't stop, won't stop. Draft 2016. Did you get your 30-day free trial at the NFLDraftBible.com? What are you waiting for? 